Hey, are you into werewolves, mad scientists, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. The following podcast contains... Mother trucker! That hurt like a butt cheek on a stick! Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When your nice cold plate of revenge fucks the First Amendment, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is a Friday, May 27th, 2016, Own the Media edition of the show, where we talk about Peter Thiel hate-fucking Nick Ditton, and not in the good way. Stay tuned! The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you in part by Khan Nunyan Singh's Klingon Cuisine. Khan specializes in all flavors and styles of Klingon, from the freshest gah, that you can just watch it wriggle, to heart of tog, plucked, still beating from the chest. Stop in for three flavors of Raktagino and never sleep again. Khan's, come for the blood wine, stay for the inevitable betrayal of your bitter enemies long, long after they think you've forgotten. Use the promo code Khan at checkout and get a free braggot lung. Ah, Kirk, my old friend. Do you know the Klingon proverb that tells us revenge is a dish that is best served cold? It is very cold in space. I've been sitting on a piece of news that would have actually really been breaking news like 36 hours ago. Because I happen to know that Gawker Media owner Nick Ditton is actively looking to sell all or part of Gawker. He's working with an investment bank to make this happen. Now, I, I, I could go into how I know these things, but suffice to say, this podcaster, he's got sources. Ooh, someone's still mad about the Sanders episode, aren't they, Gavin? Just suffice to say that Denton and Gawker had their dicks handed to him on a plate with garnish, so I might not exactly be Edward R. Murrowing this thing. Okay, alright, it's history time, boys and girls. For those of you who are not into the sleazy world of online gossip sites turned into kinda sorta legitimate media, Nick Denton, a journalist and tech entrepreneur, started a blog. What year is it? I forgot blogs are like so 2002, which is exactly the year that Gawker was founded. At its inception, Gawker was a New York City-focused news and gossip site primarily fixated on snarky commentary about celebrities, and with just a little stalking thrown in for fun. Now, the site hummed along for five or six years before it imploded and was widely rumored to be dead. Two years later, a massive staff, staff shakeup and the folding of several vertical sites rocked the company. It imploded and was widely rumored to be dead. In 2012, Gawker fired several longtime editors, changed editorial tone and focus, imploded, and, you might guess, 
was widely rumored to be dead. In 2015, the staff unionized. A divisive story and retraction caused another staff shakeup and an editor leaving, implosion, certain death, and finally, in 2016, brought a crushing lawsuit, an editorial style and tone change, implosion, and naturally rumored incipient death. Gawker, the Kenny McCormick of online media. Oh my god, they killed Kenny! You bastards! So, Gawker is dying again, and Actually, this time it looks like it kind of might take. I mean, they've got the corpse in the grave. They put a stake in the heart, crammed the mouth full of hosts, you know, the blessed wafers that Catholics eat, chopped the head off, and they've got the bonfire lit. So it's possible that Nick Ditton's undead thing might actually die. Was it a perky blonde teen with a predilection for snappy dialogue and a tragic love for the demonically possessed that did it? Actually, strangely enough, that's, that's a pretty accurate description. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yes, sir, Daddy, this is the Incredible Hulk Hogan, and if you're looking for the greatest in wrestling action, the superstars of wrestling, this is the WWF, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, the number one federation in all the world. If you want to see me hanging and banging every week, if you want to see Hulkamania running wild, well, tune in right here each and every week, because what you gonna do when the holster runs wild on you? Well, lose $140 million in a lawsuit for one, because in 2012, Gawker posted an excerpt of a sex tape with the Hulkster and the wife of Hulk's friend, whose name is, and I swear to God this is the truth, Bubba the Love Sponge. Damn it! You got me shitting me! No, no. That's his legal name, Bubba the Love Sponge. I weep for humanity. Me too, buddy, because it gets so much worse as you go along. Hulk Hogan, whose real name is Terry Balea, appears in this tape vigorously and consensually fornicating with the aforementioned Mrs. the Love Sponge, real name Heather Klim. White people be crazy? They do! Y'all do. (laughs) You could not write this as fiction if you wanted to because no one would believe it. People would find the fact that Donald Trump loves Hispanics more believable than this story as it goes on. Because as it goes on, whilst (laughs) Hulk and Mrs. the Love Sponge, Slanae Clem, are fornicating, Bubba the Love Sponge passes in and out of frame on the video of this because apparently he had arranged the consensual sexual aforementioned fornication. Once it was done, this rather disturbing sex act was burned to DVD, labeled, and put away in a drawer, presumably to share at family gatherings. Now, as anyone who's ever made a sex tape knows damn well... I plead guilty. Dude, I told you that as a friend. What the fuck? I was very, very young and very, very drunk. My God, and it's gone. No one can ever see it again. It's not out there. Sorry. As everyone who's ever made a sex tape knows, it's going to get out, and the Hulk Hogan tape got out. Gawker published an excerpt because there's only so much Hulk-a-mania sex you can watch and remain sane, along with some very scathing commentary that was not at all flattering to Terry Balea slash Hulk Hogan. Don't want no short dick, man. 
Hogan sued Gawker in a Florida court. Gawker argued and lost the case on First Amendment grounds, maintaining that as a part of Hulk Hogan's public persona, he bragged about his sexual prowess and the number of women he'd slept with. In March of this year, he was awarded a staggering $140 million verdict for invasion of privacy, pain and suffering, and punitive damages. By itself, this case is in turn fascinating and revolting because from a pure human decency standpoint, I'm not talking about for Hulk, I'm talking about for the rest of us, there's no fucking way in hell a sex tape of an aging former wrestler boinking his friend's wife in some sort of twisted menage wife swap should ever be seen by the general public. In fact, it should be... Signed in triplicate, sent in, sent back, queried, lost, found, subjected to public inquiry, lost again, and finally buried in soft peat for three months and recycled as firelight. From a First Amendment point of view, Hogan meets the definition of a public figure, and the sex tape is an editorial comment on said public figure's public speech or would be in a court other than Florida court in Hogan's hometown, and a jury comprised entirely people who are from Florida. I think all these people are idiots. God. Everyone who has two brain cells to rub together knows that this case will be overturned on appeal, and the trial judge should have lowered the post-trial award. But he didn't at a hearing on the 25th, because he too is from Florida, and you know... Complete fucking idiots. But I didn't come here to talk about Hulk Hogan. I came here to talk about Peter Thiel, who is a co-founder of PayPal, a Silicon Valley legend, an investor, a billionaire, and he's also a... A complete and total scumbag! Fuck, where do I begin with this Randian dickhole? Well, first of all, he's a conservative libertarian, which is just the worst fucking human being on the entire fucking planet. I mean, the kind of pretentious, greedy shit stains that give the usual libertarian shit for brains a bad name. Conservative libertarian philosophy is, I'm rich, I got mine, fuck you. In the man's own words, and these are in the show notes, I urge you to look them up. Most importantly, I no longer believe that freedom and democracy are compatible. In the same article, he also wrote, Since 1920, the vast increase in wealth benefic- welfare beneficiaries and the extension of the franchise to women. Yes, that's right. He doesn't want women voting. Two constituencies that are notoriously tough for libertarians have rendered the notion of a capitalist de- democracy into an oxymoron. You fucking shit-stained, elitist, entitled come rag fucking moron amongst his other targets are such things as higher education of the aforementioned women voting legal immigration he doesn't believe in climate change and of course he's a california delegate in the national convention for whom else donald j trump i don't know there's just something about him something around the house no i'm sure of it I hate him. Why am I talking about Peter Thiel? Uh, Mostly because he paid for Hulk Hogan's lawyers against Gawker. What you won't see on Mr. Thiel's list of bad things that are bad is anything about gay rights. Guess he's got that going for him. I mean, he's a staunch supporter of gay marriage and any number of legal protections from the government for gay men, at least. Why? 
And now we come to the alleged reason why Mr. Teal is financing the lawsuits against Gawker. Because in 2007, Gawker wrote an article, well, Valleywag, which is a sub-blog of Gawker, it doesn't matter, it was Gawker, wrote an article in which they publicly outed Peter Teal as a gay man. I mean, he was out, he had a boyfriend, he was engaging in, you know, perfectly normal public behavior as a gay man in San Francisco, but he wasn't out professionally. So he wasn't out to, like, the douchebag, conservative Republican businessman that he was trying to get money from. And this, as Teal said publicly about this article, ruined lives for of people for no reason. In an article this week in the New York Times, Teal lays out his reasoning for wanting to take down Gawker, and those reasons are really quite simple. They're basically... First bite? Sure, there were all these noises about Gawker being a bully and harming people for no reason, but neither Teal nor any of the other parties in the articles in the mid-2000s filed the lawsuit. It was Hulk Hogan's lawsuit that he decided to finance. Apparently, there are like one, two, maybe three others out there also financed, all out of pure and simple spite. Now, I could go into claims and counterclaims about who said what about whom and delving into anyone's sexuality without cause is ethically dubious, unless we're talking about a politician or a pastor who's engaging in public hypocrisy. Fuck those guys. The problem isn't motive so much as means because Peter Thiel has a shitload of money. And he's using it, as he told the Times, not out of revenge, but specific deterrence and that shit is way more fucking terrifying because freedom of the press even a freedom of the press to be a complete shitbag is the cornerstone of the democracy that teal despises the courts have ruled repeatedly protecting the ability of the press to publish things that people find objectionable inflammatory invasive even dangerous if it meets the criteria of being newsworthy how you might ask does one define what is or is not newsworthy Well, it's usually a court case. Freedom, as the song goes, is just another word for nothing left to lose. And right now, Gawker is pretty much nothing left to lose because a billionaire is bankrolling their opponents. Sure, you know, they're probably going to end up winning the case, but if it costs you more in legal fees than you can afford, does it even fucking matter? And that's where, you know, this is where I cop to spending a lot of time on Gawker. I'm not entirely unsympathetic to the organization. Gawker made its reputation on being fiercely unafraid to speak the truth to power, and in that ethos, rushed foolishly where better angels feel to tread. The story outing Teal was in a gray area. The Hogan sex tape was so gray it's fucking impenetrable. And a 2015 story about some dude that just worked as a CFO at Condé Nast hiring male hookers? That is way out of bounds. Gawker has made a shitload of mistakes, but it deserves the protection of the First Amendment just as vigorously as the New York Times. To put it another way, I despise the right-wing propaganda factory mouth-manufacturing disinformation and fear like a Chinese sweatshop drops flip-flops. But if George fucking Soros said, here, take this $5 billion and bring down Fox News, I still wouldn't do it. Well, I might threaten to do it just to see the look on Roger Ailes' face. But I definitely wouldn't do it because it's wrong. One of the myriad oral bowel movements during the campaign of one Donald Trump, a noted nuisance lawsuit Lothario, was a mouth shit about easing libel laws to make it easier to sue the press once he became president. 
The bar for a libel suit for the press in the United States is incredibly high, which is why lawsuits like the Hulksters were framed around invasion of privacy, which is a much lower burden of proof. Strip away those protections and you open the door for anyone with a few hundred thousand dollars and a dream to sue their local paper into oblivion. Someone with a billion dollars and a grudge can wipe out something like Gawker. Sure, the big networks are probably safe, but they play in the big leagues with big legal departments and they aren't publishing anything that is remotely threatening to anyone in power. I'm not stupid. Over the past 50 years, we've watched the corporatization of media where once independent entities were slowly consumed by conglomerates like Gavin squeezing a half sack of gummy bears before shoving them down his pie hole and chugging it down with a Mountain Dew Code Red. Following that was the rise of code uh, of cable news, the dumbing down of the news to the lowest common denominator. And honestly, I don't know how much lower it can go in this country. Have you seen where the denominator is at right now? And the businesses downtown um, really need to lower their rent because if the rent was lowered, those people would really have their own businesses. They have enough stuff. They're very good at making things. They're like experts. They're really good. And we can really be a community and um, make the things and um, sell them in our stores. And I really believe that it can be a California thing, that it can, it can really work out. The internet killed print media, which at least had some fake standards about what it put out there for consumption. Most of it, anyway. And pay-per-click advertising has ruined the internet media. Facebook is swallowing the corpse of internet media like a giant snake sucks down an alligator in the Everglades. So, it goes without saying that the state of journalism in America is not good, Bruno, and definitely not for sharing. If rich fucks like Teal can fund lawsuits designed to silence the press, before long the press will start to silence themselves. Unless you think this is just some skeevy website like Gawker publishing lurid sex tapes and outing douchebag Silicon Valley asswads, the non-profit left-leaning news organization Mother Jones, one of the most ethical voices in news, period, was sued by Republican donor Frank Vandersloot. <laughs> oh, come on! God, I love fucking Republican names. Frank alleged in the article that they had called him a gay basher. Those words did not actually appear in the article. Although Frank is a complete homophobic gay bashing shitheel, and you can quote me on that. And he lost the court case. Unfortunately, Mother Jones was on the hook for all the legal fees due to the fact that Frank had better lawyers. In fact, Frank Vandersloot, fuck what a name, set up a legal fund of a million dollars so that people like him, homophobic, gay bashing shitheels, could sue, quote, liberal, unquote, publications for doing things like telling the truth about them being homophobic shitheels. Teal isn't footing the Hulkster's bill out of revenge, but because he doesn't like what someone in the media says about him, or his laughable dickwad philosophy, or his hypocritical bullshit, or his dumbass politics. And a man as rich as he is just shouldn't have to take that kind of shit from anyone much less some snarky little New York gossip rag. He is part of the solution. One of the billionaire douche funnels that are going to make the world a better place, not for you or me, but definitely for 
pu- billionaire pubic snarls like Peter Thiel. He has the money and he has the will to let other people use his money to make his vision come through. And do you think for a second Trump wouldn't use this method to pursue every petty vendetta against a journalist who committed the cardinal sin of telling the truth about Trump? Well, maybe not Trump, since the truth is whatever the turd dropping from his mouth is at the moment. But this kind of lawsuit is a death knell to independent media. And independent media are the only media we have left doing actual journalism. This is the perfect tool, a stiletto as it were, to slip in the chinks of the First Amendment armor and silence the truth. Felix Salmon at Fusion called Teal's attacks weapons grade and a blueprint for the rich to just take off and... I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. And he's right. This kind of attack will kill free press in the United States and it will be legal and... And understand that Terminator is out there. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop ever until you are dead. Everyone says they hate the media, hate the press, hate journalism because it's a pawn of the corporations. And yet here we have a story like this that proves that not all of it is. But it will be, and all you have to do to let that happen is remain silent right now. You know, Peter Thiel is on the board of Facebook. And Mark Zuckerberg has said repeatedly that he is a strong proponent of the free press. Well, you know what, Zuck? Fire Peter Thiel. Be open about it. Tell everyone that you don't agree with the shit that he just pulled. That you believe that a free and independent media is essential to democracy. Don't think you will. Don't think you can. But damn it if you did. You would probably make a shitload of money from it. But you know what? Never mind. That's neither here nor there. Oh, and and Pete, if you want to sue me... I'm given to understand that Gavin is thinking about a hostile work environment case because he's too afraid to say anything about it because he's he's an itty-bitty baby. Thought I didn't know about you, didn't you? Killing both of your characters tonight, you little bitch. No saving throws either. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. That is it for our show this week. While we still have a show, we're probably going to be sued out of existence next week. It won't be long until I'm selling pieces off to a Russian oligarch to finance our legal legal fees. If you'd like to help hear the soon-to-be-submitted evidence of slander and libel, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play podcast. If you leave a review, it will improve the paper trail for Pete's hired guns. 
If you happen to be prepping for my deposition and you need to follow me on social media, Twitter at the hell underscore podcast is where I'm at, or the show name on Facebook. All of the shows and on SoundCloud for you to download, and you can mark them as evidence in a chronological order of all the offenses. Or if you're too lazy to do that, www.whatthehellpodcast.com. For myself, Dave Bledsoe, and the unindicted co-conspirator producer Gavin, and all the other fictional people on this show, we'd like to say that since you owned... Oh, fuck it. Just play the damn song. Here's the thing. We started out friends. It was cool, but it was all pretend. Yeah, yeah. Since you've been gone. You dedicated. You took the time. Wasn't long till I called you mine. Yeah, yeah. Since you've been gone. And all you'd ever hear. Come and never hear